This is CliffCentral.com. Future CEOs on CliffCentral.com. Welcome to Future CEOs. My name is Gareth Armstrong. It's good to be with you. But, Fubi, we haven't been together in studio for what feels like months. Forever. For, it's so good to see you. It's so good to be back in studio and having great conversations. I miss you. Well, we, we keep on having great conversations, but just not with each other. I know. What was the last, the last one you had? Um, the great conversations of power woman, you know, power you're, yeah, power you're, you're woman. running that power woman feature Definitely. like a power woman. Thank you so much. And how's it been your side? Yeah. F- uh, meet the CEO yes. was my last conversation. It was with the Da Vinci Institute CEO. It hasn't been released yet. So oh people need to stay tuned. Goodness. But you, he's a remarkable individual that, that combines theology, philosophy and psychology. He's a practicing clinical psychologist and, and a phenomenal leader. So anyway, people will have to keeping sta- up with the great content, Mr. Armstrong. Yeah, yeah, it seems so. Okay, but, but what are we doing today? Well, today is our Ask an Expert feature. We We're, haven't had that in a while. We haven't had it in a while. And I think what has happened is that there was a, a body of of research that we were aware of around a particular topic, which is presenteeism, by the way, not to be confused with absenteeism. But that body of research didn't include very much data for South Africa. There is now a new set of research that that has been released uh, that we're going to talk about today, and the numbers are alarming. Um, they're incredible, and it's all about presenteeism, which is what? Um, present in body, but perhaps not in mind. I think the title of the show is called Ask the Experts, and we'd really like to introduce Elaine Wright, wellness strategist. I love that. At Momentum Corporate. Welcome to Future CEOs. Thank you so much for having me. So, presenteeism. Should we start there, Gareth? Take it away. Well, presenteeism is a concept that um, if you Google it and you actually look at some of the research that's available, it's really where employees go to work, but they don't actually work because they're distracted. And if you look at the uh, usual definitions, it's very much linked to health. So following on some of our productivity research where we really wanted to understand what drives productivity within the workplace, mm-hmm. there were certain factors that showed us that it's not just health-related. Mm-hmm. There's other issues that also distract employees. So we broadened the research a little bit. And what we wanted to try and establish is what proportion of your employees are typically distracted when they go to work. Mm-hmm why they're distracted, mm. and also how much time they're distracted sure. so that we can actually start putting a number to it. So absenteeism, as you said, is a different thing. It's mm. when they're physically not when there. When they physically aren't in the office. Yes, and most companies can quantify that because they yeah. record it on their payrolls. Absenteeism, however, is something that's very difficult to quantify. Presenteeism. I'm oh, sorry, presenteeism is <laughs> something yes, that's yes. very difficult. Yes. Yeah, so that was very important for us because if you look at employee productivity, it's absenteeism, but it's also presenteeism. So you had to bring those two together to actually show a company what their full impact is. Mm. Why was it so important for you to take other surveys um, that have been uh, done in the U.S., et cetera, et cetera, and do a homegrown survey? Why was it important for us and our economy and South African businesses to have stats of, uh, of this information? I think 
the first thing is that South Africa is a unique, unique country. We've got certain issues that Correct. impact us that is somewhat similar to overseas, but we've got our own uniqueness. Mm. Absolutely. So to go and say, you know, we took uh, research in the U.S., their working hours are different. Their economy is different. Their, their socioeconomic situation is slightly uh, different. Their, even their approach to how they deal with employees is very, very different. We're very protected here. Over there, it's much a, a very different case. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the, I'm, I'm spe- speaking specifically about the idea that you can get fired today in the States. Over here, you're protected, and that will have a direct impact on presenteeism. Absolutely. Nice, Gareth. So, so that was why we started it. So we um, started researching it, found nothing in South Africa, went mm. outside, and then we got an opportunity to actually conduct this homegrown research. So we interviewed just close on 2,000 employees across various job grades, across various industries, so that we could get the information so that we can actually start creating like a presenteeism profile. And what is important is that because we looked at various industries and yes. various job grades across various demographics, we can now show employers that have got in similar industries with similar type of employees what their potential presenteeism impact could be so there's apparently a loss of 89 billion a year to unproductive employees it was staggering i mean absenteeism we quantified around 25 billion so what this really means for employers so if you know how many times your employees are not at work Mm. you can actually add 2.3 days to that for presenteeism okay so 2.3 days so that takes the amount of days that you're actually losing as employer quite considerably higher than what you're potentially aware of and how we quantified it is we used their average salaries how much time they said they were distracted as well as the proportion of employees that said they were distracted mm. and that's how we actually calculated that using uh, stats essays uh, annual salaries we got to a day rate and then we multiplied that out by the amount of days and because we got a representative sample we worked quite closely with UNISA to make sure that our sampling is correct Wonderful. we could actually do it overlay over the South African population and apply those assumptions to get to that number so I just want to before we move on to some of the causes of present, mm. presenteeism I, I want us to just establish this one fact that present, presenteeism is real it's all pervasive and it's not going away that is absolutely true. I actually think that it's going to get worse because uh, until you're aware of what the problem is and you start doing something about it, it's just going to escalate. Mm. Okay, so let's talk about some of the causes now. So you, as part of the research, there were certain things that you were looking for. What were those things? Well, I'm going to refer back to the Effective Employee Index where we looked at the absenteeism productivity impact. And that guided us a lot in terms of the things that came out that actually kept people away from work. Okay, let's start there. That's mm. nice, nice. Yeah. So um, we wanted to understand if a person has got personal issues, uh, what what are those personal issues? So, for example, um, are they distracted because there's a sick family member? There's mm. a death in the family. That's a huge distractor. Or relationship problems. And we asked a whole lot of um, these questions. We also wanted to understand how financial stress actually mm. impact mm. employees at work. Mm. Because financial stress also came out quite strongly in the uh, the absenteeism, the productivity of research. Course. And when you say financial stress, you're, you're mostly talking about debt. Debt. Mm. Definitely debt. Um, and debt is something that... that I'm quite passionate about because mm. financial stress starts with dealing with a cause of debt. Mm. Why are people going into debt? And we found that a lot of it is ignorance. You know, people are 
battling to cope with their financial situation and they actually don't know how to get out of it. Correct. They don't know how to um, understand what type of uh, loan providers they need to go to. They don't understand how to pay it off quickly and they Correct. just get sucked into that debt cycle all the time. Whereas a simple thing of saying, you know, going to an expert and saying, please restructure my budget, a simple mm. thing like Absolutely. a budget. How do I start reducing? Is the debt that I actually got responsible or not? Absolutely. Is it valid debt? And if you start taking all of those things away, you actually create a bit more cash flow. And then people can save for emergencies because Emergencies mm. is what gets you into the debt cycle. You see the financial literacy aspect of every part of our economy, mm. especially when it comes to business owners and entrepreneurs. It's something that you're so passionate that about. That I'm so passionate, and it spills over uh, for the good or for the bad. Continue. You've got you've got us going. Continue. Well, well I want to just jump in here. So what I hear you saying is that what, what employers should be doing is not just looking on the surface, but looking at causality. Yes, absolutely. I mean, when we looked at the productivity research, and I'm going to keep referring to it because it's quite a nice base and employers can relate to it because they've been able to quantify it. Um, the, the, the top reasons why people don't stay away from work is things like healthcare, things like not um, having sufficient protection benefits, mm. like a death in the family or something. Uh, things like an employee value proposition, high staff turnovers usually linked to high employee value proposition. But if you look at an employer, typically they focus on medical schemes. They focus mm. on providing risk benefits and retirement benefits. Mm. And those things are very important and they did have an impact. But what it showed us is that there's actually other things that happen immediately. So mm. the timeline is it, it's affecting me right now, right now. And that is why I'm distracted from work. I know I'm going to retire and I should worry about it, but that's in 20, 30, 40 years time. So how do you help employees to restructure their benefits effectively so that they can deal with the now um, and still make provision for the future. So so that is really like uh, the, the interesting things that came out for us. Um, we asked the question whether employers uh, provided staff loans. Now, when we go and give feedback to employers around these drivers, they would say to uh, – and we say to them that companies that provide staff loans – or responsible lending to the employee is good for employee productivity, mm. they all step back because most companies are doing away with it mm. because of legislation and the admin hassle. Mm. But there's other ways that you can do it. But that was one of the top immediate needs that employees actually demonstrate. Let's talk about anxiety, depression, worst-case scenario, suicidal thoughts. Let's talk about that. Uh, that was also very interesting for us because we thought that like your psychological, your mental health would have a lot more of an impact on the presenteeism stats that we got. And it still appears that people are reluctant to talk about it, which is not a good thing. Which is not a good yeah, thing, It is Elaine. definitely not a good thing. Hence the high um, yeah. a, a, a rise in it, yeah. that we're still shocked and traumatized that people are doing it at such an extent. And anybody in the class system of South Africa, we can't believe that those kind of people with those kind of jobs at those levels and companies mm. are taking their own lives or are suicidal or are depressed or anxious. But, they, do, but they don't want to talk about it. Talk about it, Armstrong. Mm. And I mean, if you look at those 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 type like depression, anxiety. 
anxiety, a lot of it is also as a result of financial stress, as a result of their family environment, as a result of the socioeconomic. And so you can't really say, okay, it was very low. Mm. It was probably much higher, but people are more comfortable to talk about their personal issues, their finances and their health than what they actually are about their their mental well-being. So what I've got here, I'm looking at a pie graph or pie chart. And so the highest thing here we have is personal reasons. Okay. After that, we've got financial reasons to what we're, we're speaking about here. Mm-hmm. Um, physical health, workplace issues, which I actually thought might be higher, and then psychological reasons. But then to your point, people aren't admitting or sharing or talking about these things. So it's probably much higher, and that's only yeah. at 8%. So. Personal reasons, financial, physical health, workplace, and then psychological reasons. These are these are the primary issues that are are causing presenteeism uh, and huge losses to our economy. I think let's go there. Let's figure out. Let, let's let's hear what this impact actually is. Well, the impact is quite massive because it's it, it's affected across the the sort of company base. So you'll find absenteeism is a lot more uh, driven by health issues and some psychological, not so much the personal. Um, whereas as soon as you go into the presenteeism space, personal issues that don't really translate into people physically staying away, um, issues like finances are a lot more focused on on, on the presenteeism side. Are you, so, are you saying though that it is? Is equally spread across industries? No, it's definitely not. Yeah, nice like, question. Yeah, it's definitely not equally spread. Tell us, um, tell us more. For example, in debted companies, you find debted employees you find more in manufacturing, retail, mining, whereas workplace distractors we find is more in your white collar environments, mm. like your financial, your administration. So that's more important to them. So depending on what your sort mm. of uh, industry is, and also your employee mix. Um, you know, your, your profile might be slightly different. And I think that's why it's so important for companies to understand that and then applying these assumptions to it to get a better feel. It'll never be 100% accurate. Absenteeism, yes. But presenteeism, because people are telling you and, and it's self-reported. Mm. But at okay. least you've got an idea of what these potential things are that are affecting you, your employee base, so that when you put you spend the money and you put the resources down and you look at reshuffling it. You're doing it in the right places first to get the maximum impact. And ultimately, we, we call it the financial wellness ecosystem where you've got business financial wellness. Mm. So that's where you want to increase your income statement, protect your balance sheets and remain sustainable. Mm. You employ employees that have got their own financial sort of wellness aspirations. Mm. And in the middle, you've got this workplace, which is like the most central place mm. where employee productivity, occupational health and safety – become more important and what the model showed is that that is interconnected to the industry that you're operating in mm-hmm. the broad economic factors as well as the community you serve absolutely so if you influence one part of that you automatically influencing the other parts mm. so where employers now saying you know what i want to improve the health and the financial well-being of my employees they are potentially having to put spend a little bit more money in that area but the upside is that you'll feel it in your business at the end of the day and the communities that that you serve in there so so you put together a day rate uh, worked out a day rate of 405 rand per employee yeah. Are What's you saying that, that, uh, that so that's that's presenteeism, the cost of presenteeism, uh, um, and it, it's an average cost across 
all industries across all businesses. Is that correct? Yeah. We actually use stats, say the um, uh, cost of employees. Mm. So they actually uh, publish like annual cost for employees across industries. And then because we knew how many employees they employed, you could actually calculate an average rate right down to the average day rate. And that average day rate you can then apply to actually get the, the, the 89 billion that, that we calculated. So, but, but the average day rate, what, what, what we're saying is that in every company that and every boss that is listening to this right now, you're you're potentially and quite truthfully against some some good data, is each of them are costing you four hundred and five rand per day because of presenteeism uh, and without, no, no, without no, no, exception. No, no, okay, no, no. good. We used we needed to understand how much the the what to quantify the rand amount. So we ha- worked out for South Africa on average an employee mm. earns four hundred and five rand a day. Okay. So okay. some industries would be much higher and yes. some would be lower depending on what job you do. Yes. That. So we used that and then we said, okay, well, what proportion of the population said they were distracted? And that was 27% for South Africa, and it also varies. It goes as high as 30% in financial services. So we then said, okay, if this proportion of your employees are absent for the 2.3 days on average, and you multiply the number of employees by the 2.3 days, you'll get – Total number of time lost, mm-hmm. and if you multiply that by the four hundred and five, then you get to then you get to a, a random amount. That's exactly what I was looking yeah. for. I was looking for an equation. <laughs> yeah. We've we've heard it. We'll have to li- listen to it again. I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to add one more thing, <laughs> okay, just okay. to maybe make it simpler. <laughs> I'll I'll I'll, You'll I'll draw you. I'll draw we'll put you it in the <laughs> um, But maybe this will will make more sense to you. We yeah, worked please. out yeah. that for every hundred employees that you employ, the employer typically uses just under. Six hundred thousand per annum. Per annum. Per annum. That's very interesting. As a wellness strategist, what would be your pragmatic opinion about um, doing all of this work and all of the research? What's the best thing that could happen with all this information? Well, I'm quite passionate about making a difference. So when I go and talk to companies and I share this information, for me it's about actually are they, getting are they, to the heart uh, yeah no carry on yeah. sorry like. it's getting to the heart of what is hampering the the productivity of the organization but more so what is hampering the 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 actual flourishing of their employees so for me it's critical to understand first and foremost what that is and what is it in that specific organizations and then to put down a systematic plan for the company that they can consider to actually improve their situation but I think more importantly it's not about a certain product it's really about what is your what is your problem what is your need what is the solution to that when you implement it how effective is it so you need a starting point then you need to do stuff about it and then you actually need to measure it to say is it effective do we need to revisit things? So that is my passion. That is really what I love because that's the way that you can really make a difference and you can show the difference that you make. I think we've we've alluded to it or even mentioned it early on in the conversation. What are the top three mistakes that you're seeing employers making that are leading to presenteeism and the loss? Just in your experience, what, what are those three things? So uh, I think we've already discussed one, which was just help your employees understand finances. That's that's a good one. What are the what are a couple of others? I mean, a couple of the others that came through, like the finance one was quite big, but also um, access to private health care. So if you look at South Africa, 
all of the employees that are employed that we sampled over the 400 companies that we interviewed, only 28% of them actually belong to a medical aid. Mm. And when you start digging in deeper, um, you see that it's an affordability issue. Mm. So, yes, it's great to say all my employees have got access to private health care, but if they can't afford it, they're not going to take it. So how do you make... Uh, Access to private health care more affordable. There's a lot of um, low-cost options that are available. Mm. Consider them, bring them in. Mm. So that's one of the, 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 the type of mistakes. The other one is um, companies that don't really measure the effectiveness of some of the interventions that they've got in place. So to really manage productivity of your employees, you need to have effective management controls in place. Mm. So the research shows us the larger the company, the lower the productivity. The, the harder it is. Yeah, Because yeah, employing more people that get sick, take family, family responsibility leave and take the gap, the mm. little misuse element. Mm. Then they've also got more places to hide in a big organization. So, so all of these things, and, and some companies put them in place, but they don't do it from top down. Mm. So they expect payroll and HR to manage their absenteeism and, mm. and that. So if companies really want to put effective management controls in place, start when you're small and make sure that it's maintained and make sure that it becomes part of your business. So from the top down. Uh, we've seen some companies that go in and they start and they implement it in two, three years down the line. It, just get slack and slack and slack and then they're back to square one. Mm. So, uh, and then the, the, the staff loan conversation that we had, I mean, our research shows us that it's good for employees if you give them access to affordable um, uh, lending. So they don't fall into that horrible debt trap where, where they just from month to month just having to borrow more and more just to survive. So mm, mm, if you mm, don't want to mm. do it as an organization, um, it's not the wrong thing because it's not your core business. But there's other organizations that can help you and actually put it in place for your employees. And that's just three off the top of my head. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. Three very helpful ones. I mean, mm. I'm probably being a little bit tongue-in-cheek or cheeky to, to say – uh, that uh, if you are loaning something to an employee, you could probably retain them for much longer as well, absolutely, which is a, an interesting cost in and of itself when you start oh. looking at that. Elaine, it's been a fascinating conversation. Phoebe, how are you feeling? I'm feeling so empowered. You know what I mean? Just the insights. And you know what it's about? And Richard Branson always says this, is that take care of your people and they will take care of your business. And this is taking care of your people, Elaine. I'm feeling empowered and I hope that all the future CEOs, no matter what size your business is, take care of your employees because they will take care of your business. El- Elaine Wright, wellness strategist at Momentum Corporate. Thank you for joining wow. us in the studio. Wow. We're, yeah, we're so very grateful for you being our expert here on this Ask an Expert Future CEO's Feature. And thanks for this awesome interview. I really enjoyed it. Fantastic. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. All right. We're going to be uh, back after the break. We will see you then. Future CEOs on cliffcentral.com. This is cliffcentral.com.